0: Welcome to the nlpcourses.com show, where we push past the height and pull back the velvet curtains of creating a successful life with NLP. Diving into physiology, neuroscience, and linguistics so that NLP becomes a practical tool at home and in your career, moving beyond the techniques so that you can make a name, make money, or make a difference. Tune in weekly if you care more than others think wise as we set out on our quest to uncover the secrets of successful people from all walks of life. Make sure you head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to receive our newsletter and receive free transcripts of each show. Here's your host, NLP Master Trainer, John Cassidy Rice.
1: Hello, my name is John Cassidy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week. So what are we starting to explore? Well, last week's podcast caused a great amount of interest. For some reason, hypnosis seems to be a fascinating subject for all of us. And there's a lot of misunderstandings around hypnosis, and I understand that. And I think more than anything, people are quite curious about it. So I've had some requests just to expand on last week's podcast, where we were exploring, could we take what hypnotists do within a session where they see someone one-to-one and apply that to other communications. And we decided there, in fact, was a lot of parallels between what a hypnotherapist would do in a session and great communicators who managed to hold us attention and sway us, transform us, change us. So there seemed to be a lot to learn there. So if you didn't listen to last week's podcast, I would highly recommend you go back and take the time to listen to that now. We'll wait, don't worry, we'll be here waiting for you. Okay, so so let's t- take that idea and explore a bit f- further. Now in NLP, we have what's called the presuppositions of NLP. These are beliefs that we hold to be true. Doesn't mean they are true, it's just that we believe they are to be true. They are true because it what helps NLP work. And there are also, and we could call those assumptions, couldn't we? And I think when you're a good hypnotist, there's some assumptions that in addition to what we have in NLP that may be useful to have. And one of those is that the person you're working with can naturally go into trance. And the person you're working with, and yourself, is totally resourceful. And one of the beliefs that I have is change is easy. can be challenging, but at the same time, I think change is easy. Now, this is one of the talks I'll often have when I'm running a course. Because we talk about the safety of working with people. And we talk about there's two techniques that if you are... Working with somebody and they go to a dark place, what could you do? And I always say my beliefs when I'm training is change is easy and can be a lot of fun. Now, so why is that important to bring? Well, that is a trance, or if you like, a mindset that I hold. I know other NLP trainers, and I'm not going to say their names who presuppose that change only comes about if you break down and cry. So they presuppose that, i.e. make that assumptions, within their training classes. So they'll have boxes of tissues for people to cry under each of the chairs. They'll also go up to people who maybe don't want to break down and cry and say, when are you going to take this seriously? When are you going to let yourself go and give into the process? Now that tells me more about the person delivering that course than the person, people on the course. So knowing your own beliefs, i.e. what we call presuppositions in NLP, about working and communication has a big impact. And if we took it outside the hypnosis and NLP arena, have you noticed some people just believe they're good at communicating and... Most of the time, it's true. It seems to be that they can engage people. They interact with somebody. They start with the belief that they're interesting. Yes, yes, I am aware there are some people who believe they're interesting and they're not. Hey, there's always exceptions to the rules. So, what you believe is important. And when we're communicating we're not just communicating to the conscious mind, we're also communicating to the unconscious mind. And people will sometimes say to me, so "So what's the difference between subconscious and unconscious? And the big difference is spelling. Okay, so now part of hypnosis and also part of influencing transforming someone's life changing people being a great manager being a great leader is to be able to design suggestions i realize a lot of the parents have gone yes i'm being a parent also i need to be able to design suggestions to help my children to eat their broccoli I don't know why, broccoli's lovely. So, let's explore in this session suggestions. So, let's have a definition of a suggestion. A suggestion, I'm reading this, a suggestion is causing an idea to enter into somebody's mind either directly or indirectly. So, a suggestion is An idea we're putting in somebody's mind that we want them to act upon. So in hypnosis and in NLP, we have indirect suggestions and direct suggestions. And both of those can be utilised in everyday communication. Especially if you're a parent, manager, a leader, an entrepreneur, a nurse, a teacher. Just in all walks of lives. I think we kind of established that. So indirect suggestions from a purely hypnotic point of view is normally best done when somebody's in a awakened state. Direct suggestions are normally best done in a deep hypnotic state. Okay then, so let's have, uh, expand on that a little bit. So direct suggestions. The advantages. it lets people know what you're asking them consciously. And it enables people to focus on what's going on. And it doesn't seem like you're going off on tan- tangents, you're staying on subject. It also allows the person to participate, especially if there's kind of problem solving and it helps. So from a hypnotic point of view, the problem solving part would be coming up. the strategy is p- is developed by the hypnotist and the client. So, and we could see that being very useful in all sorts of communications. Now, the disadvantage of this is the conscious mind's willingness to follow direction. And you've had that, haven't you? When you're doing your best to help somebody, you've given them really good, precise, clear information that you know would make a difference. And yet people are very resistant, which is one of the other disadvantages. When you're very direct with suggestions, it can bring up resistance. And if you just tell people what to do all the time, people will feel like you're bossing them around. So there is some...
0: Sponsor of this week's NLPcourses.com podcast show is the NLP Master Practitioner. Complete a full MLP modeling project and pull together your MLP skills like no other course can. Head over to the website to grab your place today.
1: Upsides and downsize to direct suggestions. Oh, so let, let's give an example. These are direct suggestions from a hypnotic script. You will feel your eyes. By the way, if you're driving, switch this off. Sorry, disclaimer here. If you're driving or do anything, switch this off. Or at least turn the sound volume off until I put my hand up. Yes, I realise it's audio and you're not going to see me put my hand up. But you can imagine that. So I'm going to spend 30 seconds giving you a direct hypnotic suggestion. You will feel your eyes getting heavier and heavier. You will not be able to keep your eyes from closing. You will find yourself falling deeper and deeper into sleep. And you will still be able to hear my voice and follow my instructions. Now that's very direct. You know exactly what you need to do. But you could also see where somebody might resist that. Okay, so then the other form of suggestions that we talked about was indirect suggestions. Now, the advantages of the indirect suggestions, it allows somebody to access their unconscious mind to pull in resources. And that will trigger new associations, new understanding, and people are less resistant to that. Also, it can give a perceived choice that they could follow or not follow. So it bypasses conscious thought and creates an internal search for the solutions. Very useful. Now, the downside to this who you're communicating with or if you're a hypnotherapist you probably come across this that people change but they don't know why they change so it seems like the hypnotist or the communicator the manager the leader has control and done something and also they have no control over the solution. People feel out of control of that. Can often be confused why they're behaving differently. And not part of the problem solving ability. So we can see that there is the advantages and disadvantages of direct and indirect suggestions. Okay, I gave an example of a direct suggestion. Let me give an example of an indirect suggestion. So again, if you're driving, turn the sound down. Listen to this later. And I will put my hand up when I'm done. So, which will be in about 20 seconds' time. So, only turn, if you're driving, only turn the sound up when you see my hand go up. Yes, I know it'll be inside your head and you'll be hallucinating. But hey, that's what we've got. So, example of an indirect suggestion. I wonder whether you have noticed that. As you listen to my voice, your eyes are starting to feel heavy. And I don't know whether you can allow them to close now or in a moment. As you allow yourself to relax. That's right. In your own time, in your own way. Enjoying that relaxation as you continue to hear my voice. So you can see that that's very much the same. And what we notice from that is that simple language. One way to think about someone's unconscious mind is it's a playful child that wants to please you. And when you're designing suggestions and thinking about them, you're reframing the problem... I said that well, didn't I? Let me say it again. Reframing the problem to a positive outcome. And I would suggest become very positive. Are there other forms of suggestions? There are. There's a whole batch of them. So we have embedded commands. So this is where we hide the suggestion, which is an indirect suggestion, somewhere else. So as you become aware of these patterns, you can find them easy to learn. Yep, you should be able to hear that. So the suggestions were become aware, easy to learn. Truisms. So, for example, I could say to you, one hand feels different from the other hand. And it's true, isn't it? they are different parts of your body so they will feel different that's just a stating something truism and I'm using sensations sooner or later your eyes are going to close sooner or later is all to do with time so notice at some point your eyes will close and you're starting to follow directions these are all indirect suggestions now you know a lot about how the unconscious mind processes because you have an unconscious mind now you may not know that consciously so that's a technique called not knowing not doing oh no actually it's a technique called not knowing i didn't put anything in about her behavior but i think you can forgive me oh and you don't have to do anything to forgive me there you go that's the not doing part So there's a whole range of other suggestions and that's just a few of the ones. And one of the things that you can utilize within those is little NLP language patterns, which we can utilize in all sorts of communication techniques. Can we not? So tag questions, which is little words like, can you not? Haven't you? And yes sets, so we've covered yes sets, where you get somebody saying yes, 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 introduce plausible idea. So for example, I would say, you're listening to my voice, this is a podcast, we've been talking about suggestions, which means you'll be able to use the valuable information we've covered in this session. So that's the plausible idea, and hopefully you will be able to. And they are forms that build up this unconscious acceptance of suggestions. Wow. Are you aware once again of how much we have covered in this session? So I'd love to hear your insights, your stories, your learnings, any topics you would like to be covered. And if you would like us to carry on talking around some of these hypnotic subjects as well as the NLP, would you like us to change direction straight away? Totally up to you. But the way you do that, contact me, email me, drop me a line, leave a message on my answer machine. Communicate with me telepathically. Do what you need to do. I will always get back to you. And just before I say goodbye, I just want to let you all know I'm speaking at the ANLP conference next year. And there's information on the website. I'll put a link on the page of this podcast. So if you get a chance to come along, it's a three-day event. It's worth going. There's a lot of great speakers there. I'm not just saying that because I'm there. There are generally great speakers. And ANLP are hosting the NLP conference. Well worth attending. More information, visit us on nlpcourses.com and keep in touch. Talk to you soon. Until next time, bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in. You were just listening to nlpcourses.com podcast show. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review and make sure to head over to nlpcourses.com to subscribe to our newsletter where we keep you updated with in-depth NLP topics. Subscribe and stay tuned for upcoming episodes on Neural Programming, and Beyond.